talk about last week? Can you remember? This just, we recap. I'm going to keep walking because I'm going to be sat down a lot later on. So just want to exercise if that's all right. Can you remember what we talked about last week? Week's a long time in say, say, school. Say say we were talking about being secure, weren't we? Yeah, and we were, talk, we were talking about the storm and how you do life in the storm and what's the weather like on the inside, yeah? Yeah, you remember all that? Okay, so... Where's your part four Okay, all under the, all under the, the yeah, the, the title worship, because everything is worship. So, we're going to look at another, another word today, another I am statement, okay? And, um... I think it's uh, it's probably uh, well. It's something that you know we touch on constantly. So in a sense, it's not like oh really. But the reason I like to do this, do it like this, is just for an, just for like forty-five minutes. Or so we're just gonna meditate and chew on this idea that I'll give you the word in a minute. Right. Jonas, you have just completed a master's degree in audio engineering. Okay, so back up to before you uh, went to university. What did you have to do in order to gain entrance to the university? Okay. Any old A levels? Any A levels? Could you take? Could you have done like football, golf, and cycling as A levels? No, but the the, the set the set they are set. You can't choose. Okay. Okay. So you and and do you have to get a certain grade? Um. You have to pass with a certain percentage. They have just a, they have a certain amount of free studies. I see. They're free. Free places. Free places, yeah. You didn't have to have a certain... But you, had to, but you have to be better than the rest. Yeah, okay, you have to be better. Better than all the rest. Sorry. See, life is just one long song. You get all the, you get all the little lines of the, lines of the songs. You'll realise after a while that life, the whole of life is just a song and you hear lines of the song as you go through life. Okay, so um, you, you passed your A-levels, you applied, and you got... Accepted. accepted. You got accepted. Okay, so Miriam, before you went to do your university, whatever it was, you had to pass your A-levels, yeah? You had to... Apply? No, Go on. I had to apply, but do two exams to be able to apply. Two exams? Wow. Wow. One language. Right. And if you pass that, um, you didn't have to do any extra lessons, and if you did, do extra lessons. Oh, extra lessons. <laughs> the other one was, you got limited space, and we were 100 people applying for 20 minutes. Wow. She's good. She's good. Oh, okay. So, 
Are we allowed to talk about the army? So, what happened when you you applied? Right, had to get a haircut. So you had to pass an exam. You had to get a haircut. Why? How long was it? Really? Pictures, pictures. Not, not now, innit? Christmas party, we'll have pictures. Pictures of Andy's afro. Okay. Yeah, so you got, to, you got a haircut, what else? Uh, <laughs> uh, qualifications. Right, yeah. yeah. And, and you, you do, um, do you do like four weeks basic training? Um, or do you do, you do it like a, you're in, but you do, you do four months and you have to, and you have to like achieve certain... Yeah. Yeah, in order to be Basic soldier. accepted into the army. Okay, so here we have a model. And now you are going to apply for something. Okay, don't ask you. All right. Um, I just didn't want to leave you out. That was all. You were accepted to our destiny. But in order to be accepted to our destiny, you had to complete an application form, didn't you? And you had to have a, a Skype interview with yours truly, right? So, what 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 I'm trying to get you to see here is that um, if I talk, if I if I use the word acceptable or accepted, my um, reservoir of knowledge, okay, so my, my, the brain in my computer, you know, the, the computer in my brain rather than the brain in my computer goes accepted, accepted, accepted. Give him a definition of accepted. Conditions, 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 right? Right. So, so your brain probably has virtually no data to bombard you with that acceptance is anything other than conditional. Okay? So, you see... It's because it's really, really important. We've, you know, we've got the mind is just so powerful, and we use all these words. I mean, why is it that I go, life is just a song, and and I hear all these phrases that people use, and without thinking, there's a there's a tune in my head. You know, it's like I didn't ask for it, but it happens because brain is just so powerful and you 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 subconsciously are not bombarded you know but you don't ask for it do you but it happens and acceptance conditional 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 and um, earlier this year uh, our daughter Rebecca and her husband William uh, decided that they would like to uh, move Trace our grandson from one school to another. So they had to apply uh, because the school that he was in is quite a difficult ethnic mix of people and the kids and it was just behavioural management most of the time. He wasn't really getting taught a right lot. 
And uh, this, the school, the teacher actually said, you know, if you can get him, get him some, he's a bright lad, he needs to be somewhere else where we're not just like trying to stop them fight all the time. So Rebecca applied. She applied late. Um, he, uh, they, uh, this school only take, uh, stop me if I told you, this school only take like 10% of peop, uh, kids from outside the, what they call the catchment area. So every school, they sort of draw a line on a map. And if you live inside that line, you, you know, you've, you, you, you're on the preferred list in terms of being offered a place. They live well outside the line. <laughs> this, 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 and this. And we were, over, we were overjoyed when despite all those potential obstacles, he was accepted. Accepted. Accepted, right? So, if I talk to you about the reality of you being acceptable to God or us, us being acceptable to God, it's a real challenge because my understanding of acceptance is that it is subject to conditions. Yeah. You see, because if acceptance is conditional, right, in other words, okay, here we go. I want to be accepted into that space there, right? Into this glorious golf club, all right? Because I love golf. So I get given an application form, fill the application form in. I have to get two people to recommend me. I have to turn up at the golf club wearing the right clothes, you know, not a string vest and cut off jeans. I have to demonstrate that I can actually hit the golf ball. I don't use expletives if I hit a bad shot. You know, I love the Queen. All that sort of stuff that comes with belonging to a golf club, right? Tick, 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 tick all the boxes and I pay my money. So in other words, I have to sacrifice some of my cash. Then I can be accepted. Ha, huh, great. I'm a member of the golf club. But the problem is that acceptance is not really, I mean, it's great because I get to play golf and I can turn up anytime I like and I don't have to pay any money. I just, you know, pitch up and whew, off we go. However, golf clubs have committees. Okay, you know what a committee is? A little group of people who make sure everybody is keeping the rules and behaving in a way that reflects well on the golf club. All right, so I'm here and I've been accepted, but it's very conditional. So just because I've now been accepted, it doesn't mean, oh, well, it doesn't matter what I wear now. I can, you know, get my cut-off jeans and my um, string vest and I can sweat sweat with holes in you know like a, like a basketball shirt you know but no I'm not <laughs> but it's a it's a symbol of um fairly poor dress sense in the UK okay you you know certainly okay 
watch the royal family. R-O-Y-L-E. Okay. Um, so, I can't just suddenly, you know, start swearing when I, you know, miss a shot or, you know, getting drunk it or whatever. So my, my acceptance remains conditional, doesn't it? On standards of behavior. Yeah? And would be the same in the army, I guess, you know, you, you're in, but you're in subject to this, 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 right? Now, we had an incident um, just a couple of uh, uh, weekends ago, you know, there was a big football match, England played uh, Scotland on a Friday night, and then the, all, the, the, the team was all the way in a hotel for the weekend, and there was a wedding, at the hotel on the Saturday night. And somehow some of the players got invited to this wedding. I don't know whether they knew the bride and groom or they just thought, hey, we could, we could have Wayne Rooney, the captain of England football team at our wedding. So of course, Wayne gets an invite and Wayne's not thinking, I'm the captain of England football now, right? Because he behaves in a certain way when he's the captain of England football because it's like, it's got responsibility attached to the acceptance of that position. And he has a few beers at the wedding. And then he has a few more beers at the wedding. And then social media. Social media, all of a sudden. Drunken Wayne Rooney, England captain, is not behaving in the way that the England football captain should behave. So his, his position is now under threat, right? Because he's, he accepted the job. Thank you very much. Right? Now, I'm not saying all that in order to say, well, you know, you can do what you like. It doesn't really matter. Okay. But what I'm trying to do is just really, really, really get you to see that when I, when I throw that word out there and say you are acceptable to God, right? You've really got to think differently, okay? Because it's not, God doesn't view acceptability in the way the world does. Now, I know you know that. Of course, that's, well, that's obvious, Andy. You're stating the obvious. Yes, I am stating the obvious, but I still need to state it because unless we have a brainwashing session, all right, or we have a mind transplant or something, we do actually, you know, go through that process of Romans 12 to be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you will know what the good and perfect will right of God is so this is true of so many of these I am statements the the version without God is completely different to God's version of it so let me ask you a question. Did Adam take an entrance exam? Yes. 
in order to be accepted into God's family? No. And that, that is a completely ridiculous statement. Yes, it is. Okay. But we, we can look at salvation, okay? We can look at the process of salvation as like an entrance exam, okay? So I'm here, I'm a dirty, rotten sinner, and I'm just like ugh, doing my slobbing life, okay? But then I get invited into this. You can come over here and be part of this incredible family. And the head of this family is this guy called God. And he's, he's, got, a, he's got a son called Jesus. And it's just awesome family that you can belong to. And the entrance exam is, God, I'm really sorry for making such a mess of my life. Okay. I promise to clean up my act. Can I join your family? And God goes, of course you can. So I join God's family and I'm accepted in the beloved. Yeah. But the basis of my acceptance, as I understand it, is still conditional, right? Because I was over here and the well-meaning evangelist, bless him, and I love him to bits, Dr. Stephen Olford, said, said, you're on this road at the moment, and it's not gonna end well. But you can get off that road and get on another road that's gonna end really well. And you have parties along the way, right? I'm just, you know, because that's what it is, isn't it? It's a big party. Come and join God's family. Join the party. Yeah? Now, in order to do that, you've got to say this prayer. Okay? You've got to say, I'm really bad. I know I'm really bad. Um, but thank you, Jesus. You've just dealt with my badness. Okay? And I don't have to, like, be bad anymore. I can be good, all right? I'm just being a bit simplistic. You with me? I'm not, I'm not, please. I am not trying to be disrespectful to my prayer of salvation. It's the only reason I'm stood here, okay? You would not be listening to me had I not prayed that prayer. However, the challenge we have with this aspect of the, the way the relationship has developed is that it can be like being a member of a golf club or, you know, being a soldier in the army and I must do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, and I must not do that, 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 and that. And the consequences of not keeping the rules are out you go, boom. Okay, so, sorry. So I want, I want you to um, just come with me on a journey of what acceptance and acceptability looks like to God. Is that all right? Okay. Because I want us to see that we can turn everything completely on its head like we have done with a, with a few of these things. And instead of trying to earn our acceptable, acceptableness, right? 
or hang on to it, why don't we just do it the other way around and entertain this outrageous possibility that if God says, I'm acceptable to him, we say in English, no strings attached, no conditions, right? We're completely accepted. Completely accepted. Um, Unlike university or the golf club or the army where I can be thrown out, can't be thrown out. I know it's a ridiculous statement to say, uh, incredibly obvious, but and I, we've made, I've made it a few times. My son is my son. He's in my family. He is acceptable to me. He can never do anything that will cause him to be unacceptable to me to the extent of me saying, right, you are no longer a member of my family. Does that make sense? Hopefully, I'm teaching you the obvious. Um, But sometimes it's good just to have a little, I really am completely accepted. You see, and, and it's so important because I cannot earn acceptance. Right? Cannot earn it. Because it is the gift of God to me. You see, because if it were about behavior or qualifications or, or, or whatever, right? Like the golf club, do this, do this, do this, do this, you're in, right? Then I can achieve it, can't I? Do the right thing, don't do the wrong thing, I can achieve it, all right? But with God, God just says, here you are. You're in. You're in. God decides, right? You don't decide. God decides. So, okay, God, I'm acceptable to you. I am totally acceptable to you. You look at me and you just, you're completely okay, right? Now, my, um, the consequences of that for me have been, my behavior does change, okay? My attitudes do change as I focus more on my acceptableness, all right? So what you find is, if you start with the, and and we've said this many times and we'll keep saying it, we start with the truth that we may have little or no evidence of in our lives, okay? But that doesn't mean it's not true. just means you're not living in it, okay? And you choose to begin to walk in the reality of, I am acceptable to God. Okay. Well, that's great, isn't it? God accepts me. God accepts me. God 
accepts me. Now, the first thing, one of the first things that does is, you know what? I don't care, no disrespect, I don't care if you hate me, love me, whatever, if I am acceptable to you. Because what happens is, or what I've discovered is, as I focus on the fact that God likes me and I'm acceptable to God, I stop needing to be acceptable to you. Right? I stop looking for acceptance in all the places where it's going to be conditional. Yeah? So, you know, me and Jonas, we're mates. I'm acceptable to him. Okay. But if I did enough horrible things, bless him, I know Jonas is a saint, so I would, I would never run out of, you know, right? But if I trash your car, take a hammer to your phone, no, put your phone down the loo, take a hammer to your Mac, um, all that lovely audio engineering equipment that's in that flight case, I drop it on the road and a 40-ton truck drives over it, right? At some point, generally, the acceptance is going to, yeah? And, and quite understandably so, you know. There's no reason for me to be a complete, <laughs> all right? But what I'm saying is, and I state in the office, God's not like that. God doesn't do I regret to advise you, your application for acceptability has been declined or has been revoked. Right? In other words, oh, I'm going to take it off you. Okay? God just doesn't do it like that. Okay. Ephesians 1.6 says, I am accepted in the beloved. I quoted that earlier. Okay. And as you know, in Christ, God has done everything necessary for us to be accepted. And going to look at uh, uh, some verses in the good old book or the good new book um, that just help us uh, really get hold of this. And then I'm going to take... 10 minutes to look at, a, look at a story from the good book that just hopefully illustrates it for you. So I'm going to read... Sorry? Oh, the good book is the MacBook. Okay, well, I'm reading, I'm reading from the Mac. No, I'm reading from the Amplified... The Amplified Mac. Jonas, stop it. With my... With my six-metre cable on my recording microphone. Okay. So, Ephesians chapter 2. And these are the verses immediately before we get to the masterpiece verse that we talked about. Okay. And probably verses that you're familiar with, but I just love them. So we're just going to drink in the, the reality of this. Starts out verse 4, but God. 
In other words, whatever was going on doesn't matter because God has got a different way of doing things and looking at things. But God, so rich is he in his mercy. Okay. And the Amplified Bible just expands that. You ready? Because of that wire didn't just fall in my coffee, did it? All right. Sorry. It doesn't say that. It says, because of and in order to satisfy the great and wonderful and intense love with which he loved me. Now that is, that is just a little, a sort of a, an explanation as to why God did what Paul is going to tell you he did in the next verse. Does that make sense? So that's a huge like explanation to prepare you for what's coming next. Because of and in order to satisfy the great and wonderful and intense love with which he loved you, with which he loved me. Every time you see us, just change it and put me, right? Because as sorry? No, no, no. <laughs> Only because as long as you, whenever you read the word us, your brain will say, really? And you'll be reminded of all those reasons why us doesn't include you. Yeah? And actually your brain is going, it doesn't really say us, it says them. In other words, the holy ones, the qualified ones, and not you because you're unholy and unqualified because you had a row this morning or whatever, yeah? So in order to kill that one completely, change us to me, right? So God is so rich in mercy and in order to satisfy the great and wonderful and intense love with which he loved me, do you want to know what he did? I'm going to tell you. Verse five, even when we were dead by our own shortcomings and trespasses, so in other words, our sins, he made us alive together in fellowship and union with Christ. He gave us the very life of Christ himself. For it is by grace, his favour and mercy, that you are saved, delivered from judgment and made a partaker in Christ's salvation. So when you were completely unacceptable, right? When you were dead in your own shortcomings and trespasses, right? You were just sliding around in all your rubbish, like I was. When you were unacceptable, God, through Christ, gave you a gift by grace. Jesus came, gave us his life, and made us acceptable. Right. Raised us up, verse 6, together with him, made us sit down, joint seating with him in the heavenly sphere by virtue of our being in Christ. 
Why did he do that? Verse 7. He did this that he might clearly demonstrate. So God did this in order to show to everybody the immeasurable, the limitlessness of riches of his free grace. And in his kindness and goodness of heart towards me in Jesus. So, you know, we're just sharing the same story again. But from the point of view of when you could do nothing, right, to make yourself acceptable, Jesus did everything to make you acceptable. Right? So stop trying to make yourself acceptable. Okay? Do me a favour, do yourself a favour. Stop trying to make yourself acceptable to God. Okay? Because you are. So it goes on, verse 8, it's by free grace that you are saved. Right? Salvation is not of yourselves, it is not your own doing, it came not through your own striving, but it is a gift of God, not because of works or fulfilling the law, in case anybody goes, ah, I kept the rules, right? It is not the result of what anyone can possibly do so that no one can pride themselves in doing it, right? So stop trying. And then, for we, I am God's own poetry, God's masterpiece. And you're going to do those good works that he's created for you to do much more, they're going to be much more fun when you're doing them knowing you're completely accepted. Because you are. Right? Okay. John 1, verse 12, in the easy-to-read version of the Bible, says, some people did accept him. Right? John, no, John 1, not 1 John. John 1, verse 12. Some people did accept him. They believed in him, and he gave them the right to become children of God. Okay, so that's just like 1 John 1 verse 3, right? They believed and he gave them the right to become children of God. They discovered their acceptableness. Right, let me ask you a question. If Paul were to write a letter today, who would he write to? You know when you read all the epistles, the letters that Paul wrote? This is the letter to the Ephesians. He starts off in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 1. And he says, from Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by God's will, to God's holy and faithful people who are united with Christ in the city of Ephesus. In other versions, it says, to the saints. Right? 
Now, if Paul were writing to Manchester, would that letter come to you? Would that letter be posted to your house? Where would it go? Right? Oh, well, it'd go to the, you know, the, the, whole, the holy hierarchy of the church in Manchester. No. No. You've got to see it personal. Right? When you read those letters, he writes to the saints. That's you and me. To the saints. We are united. We are acceptable. Okay? And uh, Colossians 2.10 says, In him you have been filled to fullness, in the Tree of Life version. You are complete. We are complete in him. And I want to tell you that your completeness extends to your acceptability. Sorry? Colossians 2.10 Go on. What does it say? And you have been given fullness in Christ, who is head over everything. Fullness. Yeah. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> so it's this. It's some some translations focus on it being fullness, the fullness. Okay. Filled to overflowing, or whatever it might say. But it's this idea that you are complete, right? I am complete in Him. All right. Now, that is true, whether I believe it or not, whether I behave like it or not, whether I, you know, my life lines up with that, it is true. Because Jesus is not going to do anything else to make you more complete. <laughs> oh, oh. Well, either I'm going to strive to be more complete or I'm just going to go, okay, Jesus, well, we're complete then, aren't we? You know, if the game's over in that sense, you know, I just might as well enjoy my completeness. And, and I've discovered that the more I think like that, the more I act like that. Um, I'm complete. Okay, thank you, Jesus, I'm complete. Right, we've got one minute to look at the prodigal son, right, story. One minute. And you probably looked at the prodigal son in the Father Har week, yeah, over and over again. So I'm not going to, I'm just going to do a dead quick reminder and hopefully not, kill myself on the wire the father did a load of things when the son came back just three things that I want to um, either remind you of or show you okay that demonstrate to me the decision about whether or not the son was acceptable was entirely the father's right the father decided his son was acceptable to him. Yeah? A son had done nothing to earn acceptability. All right? And done a lot to try and lose it. Okay? So, three things, dead quick. The father ran to meet him. Okay, now, you, stop me if you've, you've heard all this before, right? Okay, but in that, in that culture and in that everything, the guy obviously had some money. He was, you know, he was, you know, quite, had a, 
had a few shekels in the bank, right? So he would have been dressed well, okay? And dressed well meant layers of robes down to your ankles. Now, we haven't got time today. I would love to get about three layers of robes that go down to your ankles, um, put them on Andy, and then get him to run down the corridor. Because you don't do layers of robes and running. They don't go together, do they? Right? Right? You fall over pretty quick. So what's the, what's the answer if you want to run? Pull them up. Pull them up! Hitch them up, as we say in England, right? Get them up here. At least beyond your knees. Right? And then your knees can work a bit. Now that is the height of inappropriate behaviour. That's like turning up at the golf club in your cut-off jeans and your holy vest, right? But the dad wanted to demonstrate how much he loved his son. So he hitched up his skirts and he ran. He got unacceptable. He got unacceptable, exactly. Boom! Boom! Right? I'm going to show you how acceptable you are by becoming unacceptable in the eyes of the world. So I'm going to hitch up my, hitch up my pants up, well, the robes, and I'm going to run. Right? Okay? He kissed him. Kissed him. That is such a sign of acceptance. If you know when the whole, in that culture, greeting people, they don't do the whole handshake, how are you? Come here! Right? Absolutely, Miriam. You would have smelt him before he saw him. Right? Um, just go and get disinfected, and then we can do the kissing bit. It was all over him, right? Helping him see that he was accepted. And then he gave him the ring, didn't he? Boom! Gives him the ring. And of course, the ring has the, the, um, the what's, what's it called? The, the, like the, the family thing on seal. That was how they did it. That was how you signed documents. That was how you promised to pay for things. And this is the guy who's gone, excuse me, Dad, give us your cash. <laughs> right? And I've, oh, by the way, I've just gone away and blown it all. Right? Poof! And what does his dad do? Gives him a ring. You, you know, it's okay. You're part of the family. You can represent me. Here's the ring, here's the symbol of authority, here's the symbol of boom, right? So just three little things that show you the complete and utter acceptability of the prodigal son. Thank you for listening to the iDestiny podcast. For further information, check out www.idestiny.org.uk.